On this episode of the Highlander Podcast, we talk with Travis West, a product marketing associate from Primaloft. We discuss the benefits of synthetic down, materials innovation, and the importance of sustainability and performance. Welcome back, everyone. This is Chase Anderson, and today I've got Travis West with me uh, from Primaloft, a product marketing associate, all the way from New York. Yes, a uh, long, long ways away. It's about 2,100 miles. We're glad to have you here. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, do you mind, first of all, uh, telling us a little bit about your role with Primaloft? Would it, or maybe start with what is Primaloft? What's the company? What's the history? And then what's your role with the organization? Primaloft is, um, is in a lot of your jackets in the outdoor sports industry. We make synthetic uh, down alternative insulation that goes in between the two fabrics um, of most of your skiing and outdoor climbing jackets. So we're the ones that actually kind of keep you warm at the end of the day. Um, my role there as a product marketing associate is working with our technology team and taking their innovations from the lab, um, applying them to everyday consumers, and then using that information to essentially translate it to our marketing team to create the greatest content possible. I work between multiple different groups and specifically in the outdoor sports and athleisure industry. So you could have the greatest technology, but if you don't know how to communicate why people need it, no one will understand. Yes. So you're kind of that in-between people who are creating the product, creating new technology, and the marketing team. Exactly. Like. Cool. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about Primaloft? What, what's the history of this company? So Primaloft was born out of a challenge from the U.S. Army back in 1983 that was to provide a down alternative. Uh, the goal is that you know soldiers were in the field, they have a heavy down jacket that got wet and got waterlogged. So the goal was to provide them an alternative uh, based on synthetic fibers that allowed them to stay warm when wet. We met that challenge back in 83, opened this up to consumer products. So realistically, what we do is provide a synthetic version of down that gives you the same performance, uh, even when it's soaking wet. So what are the what are the downsides of, of natural down from a duck or goose? Realistically, it's, it's, you know, aside from the, you know, the social and the animal concerns, uh, you know, with PETA and whatnot and fair treatment of the animal, I mean, in the performance world, it's, it's really that wet warmth. Um, when you have a down jacket and you put it in the washing machine, it could take you several days for that to dry out. Mm. Um, it doesn't really work in a traditional dryer. It could clump up. So we really took that time frame of wet to warmth and shrunk it from 48 hours to about three. Hmm. So when you're out in the field and if you fall through the ice and you get soaking wet, um, you know, it would take your down jacket quite some time around a fire to get dried out and actually be able to keep you warm. Whereas a primal off jacket with insulation, you could shake it out. So like a synthetic material, there's more opportunity to design structures and, and shapes. Whereas down... Is it safe to say that you're kind of just stuck with loose fill? Is Down, you're going to get loose fill. You have to have certain construction requirements that maintain the fill stru- structure. Um, and usually that's resulting in channel size. So you could be limited with design capabilities. Whereas synthetic, we have a, a wider range of applications and you don't have to sell it as much. Right. It'll stay in place. Do you mind sharing a little bit? What, what types of products are are is Primaloft insulation in currently? You mentioned you're really big in the sports, active markets. Yes. Um, 
What types of brands are you working with? And then outside of sports and outdoor, where else can we find Primal Loft? Companies like Black Diamond and Code Epoxy and Cool and Browning. So that, you know, kind of stretches into hunting. Um, as well as, you know, the national brands like a big Patagonia or a North Face. You know, you'll see us a lot in pretty much any ski mountain. You're guaranteed to see Primal Loft somewhere. Um, but also in your home, we make comforters, pillows that essentially give you the same feel and structure of a down feather um, inside of a polyester um, plume that we call them. And this is also something we can do recycled. Um, but as well as, you know, home bedding, even in fashion and lifestyle, as we're becoming more consumer conscious, you know, being able to have fashion applications that are more sustainable and, you know, being able to have the performance element there as well. Um, so you'll see us in fashion, military, home, uh, workwear, outdoor sports, pretty much anywhere you need to stay warm. Right. How does the performance hold up um, against down products? What? Uh, really well. Warmth to weight, it's kind of hard with down. It is It is tens of thousands of years of evolution. Right. We've been around for uh, 37. So we're, we haven't really caught up there yet, but we can get pretty pretty close. So where we think of warmth to weight, you know, you think of down is, is pretty much the best thing in the world. Uh, we're going to be a little bit heavier, but we're going to be just as warm with our synthetic plumes. Um, and that's really what gives us, you know, the the down alternative. Right. You you talked a little bit about sustainability. Can you dive into that? What you know, what does sustainability mean to Primaloft in the products that you create? Where does synthetic insulation come from, first of all, and, and how are you trying to push that to, to be a more sustainable material? So synthetic insulation, I mean, a lot of people think of that as kind of a uh, a word you don't really want to use these days. So we've kind of transitioned from a polyester-based material into a post-consumer recycled-based material. So that means we're literally taking water bottles and creating string from them, or a staple fiber that is actually used to create our non-woven insulation. So at Primaloft, sustainability is a daily activity. It impacts us from how we eat lunch using, you know, bamboo forks and plates instead of containers um, that we'd have to throw out or hopefully, you know, we recycle everything um, to our products. And, you know, we've really pushed this post-consumer recycled material to where it contains about 75% of our global sales. So we've had this for over 20 years. It's really taken off in the past five as the industry has become more sustainable itself. Primaloft has always had that at its roots, and now we're, we're getting brands that are demanding it. So for me, that's really exciting. Um, I think about my own carbon footprint and how I impact the globe, and to know that I work for a company that also thinks about that um, is really inspiring. Right, I think it's really interesting that all, you know, although those daily decisions to be more sustainable don't directly influence the, the product that's being created, there's got to be some impact when the employees have bought into a, a sustainable lifestyle. How do you feel like that translates into the company creating more sustainable products, even indirectly? Well, I work with a lot of our lab technicians, and some something about Primaloft is we don't sacrifice performance. Um, that is always our, our main goal, but we do that with a sustainable edge. So when somebody in our lab comes out and it's not a post-consumer recycled product, 
I tell them to go back there and get back to work because that's something that I carry with me as the product marketing associate. I'm kind of pulling items out of the lab and that's what's going to be our commercial product in two years. <clears throat> we really need to challenge them to challenge the status quo and that's what I really love about Primaloft is we don't really take no for an answer. We get back in the lab, we do more testing, we find an alternative that is pushing the boundaries of what most companies would accept. So that's, that's something that inspires me every day and also everyone that works at our company. Right. So for the consumer, um, it's probably an interesting challenge for you um, where the consumer may not ever touch or see the product that you create. What challenges does, uh, do that, does that cause for you as a company when the consumer never really sees or feels the material? They, they feel the, the effects of it, but they might not attribute that to what's inside the product. That is our, uh, one of our biggest problems at Primaloft and something I've kind of been set out to you know, try to fix. But I would say about one in 10 consumers can actually tell you what Primaloft is. They can tell you all of these brands, they believe in the brands, but they don't really know that inner ingredient. We use a hang tag and a label, but we all know what we do with those. Mm -hmm. um, so that is actually a part of our mission over the next year and a half is to create, create a better consumer awareness so that consumers know that we're a sustainable brand and they'll make purchasing decisions based on that and they'll have the knowledge and the insight um, to kind of instill their their purchasing decision and you know choose Primaloft because we're doing the right things and we're still giving the right performance. Right. Right now, do you feel like people, I imagine a lot of people are choosing brands based on ones that they trust and not necessarily, you know, because of what's inside. They, they trust a Patagonia because they're Patagonia. So you're trying to maybe align yourself more with the brands or work with the brands so that there's an opportunity to, to share your story more at the forefront. Yes, we do a lot of partnership marketing kind of at the forefront with some of our brands, Patagonia in particular. Um, we kind of consider ourselves a sage in the market. There's a lot of, you know, synthetic down alternatives out there, but they're not taking it as seriously in regards to our carbon footprint, how we think about recycling and sustainability. So I believe once our consumer is aware of that, they're going to go out of their way to choose Primaloft based on their beliefs. I think the best possible scenario for Primaloft is kind of the current situation we're in where information is so readily available. The consumer is very savvy, especially in the outdoor market where people know exactly how much weight they're carrying. Yes. Uh, they, they know exactly the performance of the, the products that they're using. Um, is that Has that made a difference for you? Being in this market, you have a consumer that uh, a lot more than in most industries probably wants to know what's inside right um it's it's kind of like um sorry it's the can you repeat that question i apologize yeah so th just getting into um you know how, how special is the out outdoor industry when it comes to um just knowing what's in inside the product it seems like the outdoor industry more than other industries is so savvy they want to know every gram you know how how heavy their product is they want to know what's inside they want to know where it comes from how big of an impact has that had on on the company that's something we have to think about every day because when you're especially shopping online you're seeing the product you're scrolling down the specifications and a lot of our we'll call them doers the people who are out there mountain climbing and ice climbing and skiing professionally um, they know 
So they know who Primaloft is. They'll look at these specs, and that's something we have to be aware of in comparison to like down. We may be a little bit heavier. The ultralight backpacker is thinking in grams, not ounces, let alone pounds. Right. So we have to be cognizant of what's appearing on the description. But the fact that consumers now can do that research, you know, we're hoping that our sustainability along with our performance and the lightest weight, you know, alternatives that you can get that'll help drive some of those purchasing decisions. It's kind of like looking at miles per gallon in a car. You know, you'll research some of your engine's performance. You'll think about, you know, okay, how much gas can I put in this thing and how much, how far can I go? Right. So we're kind of keying into those and it's really through our brands and having a great partnership with them to where they believe in us and want to communicate to that to their consumers. Right. In, in this industry in particular, where there's such a focus on performance and, um, and, and innovation. Um, innovation is a word that comes up all the time and everyone likes to use it and throw it around. Uh, you go to outdoor retailer and you kind of see a lot of the same designs, uh, the same colorways, um, the same silhouettes of product. Um, in, in a lot of cases, if you could, if you just took the name of the brand off of the product and lined them all up, they'd look they pretty look similar. similar. So, uh, what does innovation look like to you and to, to, uh, primal off because I feel like a lot of the innovation that's happening in the industry uh, is is happening underneath, right? It's happening at the material level. Can you speak a little bit to what innovation means to primal loft? So a lot of our uh, customer meetings <clears throat> will go and ask the brand, you know, somebody like Patagonia, what do you see in the future? What is your goal to your consumers? How are you trying to improve the planet? And that's what kind of leads our innovation. So we're more of a market to product what the market demands is the products that we make mm -hmm. we don't make things to push them onto the market we listen we pay attention and we can't help the design so if you get some of that sea of sameness that's that's on the brands they like um you know designs are similar these days but we try to create products where you don't have to stitch it as the same way you can open it up and you can have a larger channel and that's also important to our fashion industry so when you have fashion customers wanting to push the edges of having very wide channels that look like you're wearing a sleeping bag as a jacket, you know, we provide the products that allow them to do that in a sustainable, efficient, and unique way. So really at our lab, I mean, we work two to three years in advance and we take the status quo today and wonder what's next. We validate with our brands as they do their planning over the next five years. And we continue to push the boundaries of of status quo. And that's what I really, that's what drives me every day at Primaloft is somebody tells me we'll never do that. And I say, yes, we will. Right. And so do you feel like <coughs> as a designer, if you really truly want to make innovative product, you should be looking at material and, and new ways to construct um, a product by maybe a different material application. You think that's kind of where the future is? I think the future is, is not taking what's been given to you the past However many years, if we look at textile industry, they have been around since ancient Egyptian times, wovens. Um, this is something where we want to influence the next generation of designers to think outside of the box, to question what they've been given all of their life or all of their career and say, can we do this differently? Can we use recycled material instead of pure polyester? And that's something at Primaloft that we said, yes, we can. The industry may have not been ready, and now it is a 
very large part of our business. And that's something that makes me feel good going to work every day when I know that I can push these boundaries and still maintain a high level of performance while also thinking about design challenges, about sustainability, about the materials, the denure of the fiber. Um, that's something that kind of keeps us going every day. Right. How much of Primaloft product right now is that PCR post-consumer recycled material? I would say three quarters contains a majority of PCR. Wow. Um, a lot of our products, I'd say about 90% have some form of post-consumer recycled in them. And we are moving towards a complete product portfolio um, because we believe that there's Let's be honest, there's a lot of water bottles out there, which is what we make it from. Yeah. And that's something that kind of drives us to to think about how our products are made and, you know, taking something that you drink out of and turning it into something that keeps you warm. Um, that's not that wasn't thought of 30 years ago. So that's where we've kind of continued to push that element. And, you know, who knows what's next? So where where is that process happening of, of collection um, and then grinding down these materials and then, this, you know, creating threads out of that. Where is that happening? Is that Primaloft doing that? Or are you working with partners to convert that, you know, material into new, new fibers? Where does that happen? We work with our manufacturing partners to create um, a better ecosystem. As we continue to use this product more, the demand from our manufacturers is getting greater. So they're building the actual tools and machinery to do that for us. So we work with specific mills that will take and, you know, um, physically deconstruct the fiber into small little pellets. They can extrude them just like they would a polyester base. And it kind of just keeps the longevity of the, the plastic bottle going. Right. When, when you're coming up with a new technology, where does that process start? You mentioned you create product based on what you hear from customers or, or partner brands. How does, what's that process look like? How does it start kind of the, the creation of a new technology at Primaloft? We have a really great engineering team, um, you know, for a, a company that has a relatively small employee footprint. We have some very intelligent engineers and, you know, even everywhere from our marketing team, we sit around a table and ideate on what can we do better? What can we do next? And when it starts off, it's, you know, we're listening to the industry. We're listening to the, what's on the news. What are the, the topics that are of concern in today's world? And whether that be the amount of recycled water bottles or how we continue circularity of the garment industry, even to reducing our carbon footprint. You know, those are things that you see happening in the world now. And I'm very proud and fortunate to work at a company that can lead a change globally and be able to be a part of the larger message. You know, while we may not be known to consumers, our brands will choose us because of that leadership. Um, and oftentimes when you're the leader, there's followers behind you. So we have to keep pushing the elements to move forward. Right. So is that what initially attracted you to this industry? You weren't always in the sports and outdoor industry. How, what was your path to Primaloft? How did you get to where you are now? Um, a job board. I was, uh, I was in a career where I was, you know, kind of, you know, working at a desk job and I'd spend my weekends sitting in the woods or going skiing and I wanted to be a part of something bigger. Um, I honestly had no idea who Primaloft was when I started there six months and a day ago. Mm. Um, so my tenure there is relatively short, but I've been given 
a lot of responsibility and a lot of encouragement because of our company is such a large believer. Um, so for me personally is being able to be connected to the products that make me happy and that I can touch, feel, see, and use. How could I not want to make that a part of my daily job? When you spend a, you know, 40 to 50 hours a, a week at work, you want to at least be able to enjoy what you're doing and feel a connectivity that you're making a difference. I've always wanted to make a difference in the world. Um, I never thought working for a materials company would allow me to do that. And that's what gets me up in the morning. I'm excited. I love going to work and knowing that I'm, I'm leading a positive impact. Right. What does your day-to-day -day look like as a product marketing associate? What are, what are you doing day-to-day? Sometimes we have a lot of meetings. Um, you know, we work with teams across the globe. Um, so working kind of with time differences, we've got a big team in Europe that also are, you know, Primaloft employees, and we have to kind of communicate with them to lead our global communication message, uh, developing products and launching with our partners. So I'll go in the morning, I'll have uh, kind of my cup of coffee sitting at my desk overlooking a nice pond at our office. And, um, you know, I'll work with our engineering team kind of in the morning to say, hey, what are you guys, what's your progress? Um, how are we thinking about this material? What's the next step? Are we close to commercialization? Uh, I work with our segment leader in outdoor sports and athleisure and say, what, do, what are the brands looking for? You know, what, are they, what do they see on their platform for the next two to three years, whether it's recycled or biodegradable or carbon reduction? Can we continue to push that element? And then I'll, you know, everybody's got some of their desk work. I make a lot of presentations. Um, I get to plan trips and customer visits. So you know, I'm fortunate to be able to travel and, you know, come to a school like Utah State and influence the next generation of designers, of, of product engineers. And, you know, I go to trade shows and absorb what's going on in the industry and how Primaloft can be a bigger part of that. So my, my day is never the same. Um, that's something that kind of keeps me excited going to work every day and there's always a challenge but you know accepting that challenge and overcoming it is what makes you you know kind of a rock star in the end and allows you to have that thankfulness of, of going to work right what what excites you about the materials um, materials part of the industry right now what what excites you about where the industry is going Six months ago, I had no idea about materials. Uh, now I think about it almost all the time. So if you think about maybe a decade ago, we started doing hybrid cars, you know, electric vehicles. Now the consumers are, are believing it. They're paying more for this technology. That's where I would say materials is right now. Uh, we've kind of taken the status quo for 50 years or 30 years with polyester or cotton and natural materials to, you know, chemically created materials and fluorocarbons and how we reduce our global impact. So when I think of materials, it's like thinking of a Prius when the Prius first came out. People thought it was funny. They thought it was weird. But the people at the manufacturer said, hey, this is going to be a big thing moving down the line. And I'm starting to see that wave pick up from a lot of our brand partners. They're demanding that we have the, the hybrid or the more eco-friendly version of what they're already making. And that's that innovation that Primaloft has been doing for years. That leaves us at the top, and a lot of companies are struggling to follow. Um, but that's what allows us to gain you know, better partnerships with our brands and um, really be seen as that <clears throat> sage and 
we're catching up. Consumers are catching up. You're going to see it more in the news. You're going to see it more on social media um, about thinking more about what goes into your apparel. Right. Um, what anything you want to plug any materials technologies that Primaloft is pushing right now that are especially interesting to you what there's a few of them in the pipe i can't necessarily say but okay. um i know that we're looking at ways of of a circular apparel economy to where you're done using a jacket instead of throwing in the garbage can you put it somewhere else to where it'll go back into the ecosystem and somebody else will be able to wear it again down the line um, the idea of biodegradability, is that possible? Can we have products made out of a water bottle that can actually return to natural elements in the earth and regain life? Um, that's something that we kind of push the boundary of every day is, you know, we see landfills getting bigger and bigger. Is there a way that we can make that landfill into a cornfield? Um, carbon sequestration, thinking about ways of offsetting your carbon footprint. Now you can actually rent a car and pay a, a dollar or so extra to offset that carbon and support a project. Is that something we can continue to push, whether it's in our daily operations at the office, in our manufacturing procedures? You know, is that something that we can continue to follow? As we see climate change, we see this world economy of kind of, you know, what do we do next? And that's something that Primalov pays attention to and wants to be the leader in. Right. So how do we stay in touch with you so we can hear about these product launches, exciting things that you guys are developing? How do we keep in touch with Primaloft and hear what's going on? Um, you know, we've got a we've got a pretty interactive Instagram page. Um, you'll start seeing us more in the consumer realm. Um, that's something we've kind of been like the hidden awesome feature, as you mentioned before. So you're going to start seeing Primaloft coming out more in the consumer realm. Um, but if you're into the outdoors and you're reading Gear Junkie or you're reading um, S News, Snooze, you're going to see us more often. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of us are not able to go to outdoor retailer or these large industry shows. You'll see Primaloft has a very big booth there. Mm -hmm. yep. And a lot of our presence is, is this sustainability movement. We're less about, hey, look at our stuff, but look what we're doing to change the way the apparel and textile industry works. So we've got some great YouTube content. We've got uh, Instagram. You're welcome to shoot me an email, travis.west at primaloft.com. Um, and we're looking to engage more with consumers every day so that they know we're a company that they can believe in in the future. That's great. Well, this has been great. I've learned a lot. Thanks for taking time to yeah, no to share your knowledge and, and what Primaloft's doing to, to push us into the future. So thank, thank you. you for taking the time. Thanks for hosting me. Thanks for listening to the Highlander podcast. Subscribe and listen for more outdoor stories and content wherever podcasts are found on highlandermag.com and each Sunday at 4 p.m. on Aggie Radio, 92.3 FM in Cache Valley.